Hello, Internet friend. I'm David Ravel, and this is Value Side for Monday, March 13. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valueside.com. Today, why Silicon Valley Bank was different. <laughs> Last Friday, an obscure regional bank failed. It was Silicon Valley Bank, headquartered just south of San Francisco, in an area renowned as the technological center of the world. Friday was a historic day for the little bank. A classic bank run had begun. The New York Post reports that several notable venture capitalists appeared at the bank's Manhattan branch early that morning, demanding to get their money out. Some of those present were rumored to be founders of the bank. By that afternoon, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, state bank regulators, and representatives of the Federal Reserve closed the bank. Doors were locked, with the promise that the FDIC would begin making deposit distributions on Monday. Now, Silicon Valley Bank, or just SVB for short, was the first FDIC institution to fail in over two years. But making matters more difficult for the regulators, only about a third of their accounts were FDIC-insured. Those other accounts were in those high-yielding instruments, like certificates of deposit, that did not carry the insurance. This gave depositors higher yield, but exposed them to potential loss. A loss that's now likely to be realized with the bank's failure. But before you write this off as just a tiny remote bank failure, we need to take a second look at the impact of the failure. SVB had two distinguishing characteristics. First, it was a commercial bank, as noted, the first such commercial bank to fail in a couple of years. Now, the reason few, if any, banks have failed lately is entirely due to the recent policy of the Federal Reserve. Beginning with the financial crisis of 2008, the Fed dropped the bank's cost of funds to near zero. And with free money, the banks flourished. It's easy to be profitable when your costs are a mere 25 basis points. However, all that changed last year as the Fed began its campaign against inflation. Like Captain Ahab in his battle with the Great White Whale, the Fed has focused on little else but their 2% target for inflation. At each FOMC meeting over the last year, it's been one of interest rate hike after interest rate hike. The current Fed fund's target rate is 4.75, with the Fed expected to raise that rate to at least 5 at their next meeting on March 22nd. Now, it's been one of the steepest rate hikes in history, and for banks like SVB, it has meant that their cost of funds has exploded from near zero to likely 5%. That will turn any bank's income statement upside down. And simply put, SVB could not take it. Their income disappeared as they were forced to meet their steadily escalating finance costs. Now, we shouldn't for a moment believe that SVB is alone. Every single bank in the country has the same issue. Banks, which live on the spread between their cost of funds and their interest income, are being squeezed. Costs have skyrocketed, while the interest received on their loans, for instance, has barely budged. The result is that a marginally profitable bank, like SVB, went out. 
and judging from their stock behavior on Friday, at least two or three other regional banks are facing similar troubles. Now, the second distinguishing factor for SVP is its clientele, Silicon Valley capitalists. Throughout this growth cycle, it's been Silicon Valley that has led the economy. A core of mega companies, Apple Computer, Alphabet, Google, and Facebook, have been central to the Valley's success. Around them swirls a support group of subcontractors, venture capitalists, and financiers of all kinds. And it was this second group who were the clients of SVB. Unfortunately, conditions have been slowing for those major tech companies. Earnings guidances have been lowered. Staff layoffs have begun to appear. And international conflicts are beginning to upset their supply chain. China, in particular, is becoming increasingly difficult for the big tech companies. And as the saying goes, when those big guys catch a cold, the surrounding secondary companies catch pneumonia. Enough so that I'm sure that we'll find that some of their loans from SVB are not being serviced, and the combination of loan losses and higher capital costs likely took its toll on SVB. So here we have SVB, one of the strongest regional banks serving the premier business community in the country, and yet it fails. It's as vivid an indication as is possible that something is amiss in our financial system. Now, the Fed's single-minded obsession with inflation and its response in raising interest rates just met a brick wall. The fact that these higher interest rates harm the entire banking sector ought to be evident to the Fed. The question is, will the Fed recognize these facts? And that answer isn't apparent. This Federal Reserve has a hard time with course correction. Remember all those months when the Fed declared that inflation was just transitory? Now, SVB is the canary in the coal mine, a clear indicator that the banks nationwide are struggling. Will the Fed see this and back off their tightening? Or will they go on their merry way, cranking the interest rate knob until the slowdown becomes unstoppable? We'll get the answer to that question on March 22nd at the FOMC meeting. And that's Value Side for Monday, March 13. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valueside.com. I'm David Ravel. Value Side is independently written and researched. The views expressed are strictly my own. 